1: McKinley Wright
0: from the logo! Got it!
1: Oh, McKinley Wright! Like my Colorado swag Cause when I'm in it play I don't really, I don't really know just how to act And when no am it go You know I'm acting bad Holla get a bus with
0: my Colorado swag my Colorado Welcome swag. in to the DMVR Bucks podcast Presented by the American Raptors Um Okay, I'm gonna talk faster now Um I just finished recording the last podcast Honestly, I thought it was pretty solid, but we're going to try to do better this time. Like I said in that other podcast, which you may or may not have already listened to, there are two things that we are doing today. I guess not really talking about. First of all, we are going to talk about the two new commits that came in on, I believe it was Tuesday and Wednesday. I don't think it was Wednesday and Thursday. I'm going to double check on that. Um, but this week, this week, I know that they were this week, Um, seem like solid players. Buffs picked up another offensive tackle. They picked up a safety, which is a fun position, and we're going to dig into that. Also, like I said before, I realized that I have an interview with Travis Gray that I never actually played on this podcast, so... What a what a gift to have on June 24th. So that's the plan for today. We're going to talk about these recruits. I'm going to let you hear from our guy, Travis Gray, and that'll do it for this week, and I'll be back on Monday afterward. No, I was thinking, is there any news? Well, there has been no news in the last 10 minutes since I finished recording that last podcast, so might as well just jump in. So, they were actually... Wednesday and Thursday, the commitments came in. We might as well hit these in order. First of all, Taylor Starling, a safety out of South Oak Cliff. Yeah, South Oak Cliff High School in Dallas, Texas. The other guy's from South Lake High School in Dallas. Um, Taylor Starling is a safety. He does not have a rating from 24-7 Sports. I assume that we'll be getting that, I guess, by the end of next week. Yeah, I guess by the end of next week. Um, other Power Five offers you got Arizona, Kansas, Purdue. Only the best of the best, honestly. So, I mean, tough to say. Just like based on all that, I'm curious. I'm curious where he's going to fit into these ratings, these rankings, and we'll talk about those when they come out. Um, in terms of what he is as a player, he's listed 5'11", 175, Which, I mean. Uh, he's, he's undersized for safety, but when you consider that he has one year of high school left and then will be joining CU, like if he winds up being 185 when he gets on campus, there's reason to believe that he'll leave at like 200, and 5'11", 200 is pretty solid size for a, uh, a strong safety. Um, he's, he's pretty quick. He is pretty quick. Um, I... I it's tough to say just how fast he is because it's hard to compare his speed. Like, like he looks fast. Like, he looks fast when he plays Texas high school football, and that's a good thing. Will he look fast when he gets to CU? Tough to say, especially for a safety. Like, if it's a linebacker and you're like, oh, wow, he's just running down receivers out there. Like, yeah, he's fast. He might not be, like, the fastest guy on the field at the next level. He might not be running down receivers at the next level, but he's going to be fast. For safety, it's like, yeah, we watched you run down a running back on a play, which a power five safety probably should do, unless that running back is like a power five running back, in which case, honestly, you still probably should. Um, so I'm not, I don't have reason to believe he has like freakish speed. I don't think he's slow for the position, though, that's for sure. Um, like I said, he's a little bit twitchy. I think he does well in tight spaces. Um, he seems to have some pretty good senses in the run game. Uh, I think I mentioned this, but he played strong safety primarily, which meant he spent a lot of time in the box and also a lot of time defending slot receivers. Um, but but when he was in the box, he he was a willing tackler. He there there were some good tackles in there. Um, maybe not necessarily like massive hits, but. But good, strong tackles, knocking guys back, having a little bit of pop when he goes low. Um, again, the way he's able to read blocks as they develop, I think that that's probably a good sign going forward. Um, and then in terms of guarding the slot, again, he's quick. He has the quickness to keep up. He's making plays on those guys, um, even even some of those like longer like dig routes. Um, where we get a chance to get upfield and then have plenty of time to run across the field. He's sticking right with guys, not letting anything get open. Um, solid ball skills. He plays receiver as well. Um, I think that shows up a little bit. Maybe not a lot of interceptions, but he has. Yes, he has, I'd say like solid burst. Um, when 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 it's time to make a play on the ball, like that, that closing speed I think is solid. It might be better than solid, but I didn't. uh I I can't say that with any confidence. I do think that when it comes to breaking up passes though, you know, that, that he's really good. You know, he, he is really good at knocking balls away. He's solid at, at closing and getting to receivers and putting himself in position to knock those balls away and those two things combined make him a, a good if if not even better um defender um, at at the end of passing plays when it's time to either allow or catch or not. Um, I don't think I have much else on him. Uh, and I think we can probably move on. Like I said, we'll pay attention, see what it looks like when he gets a, a grade from 24-7 sports, rivals, and all those. The other commitment is the tackle. Drew Perez from Southlake Carroll High School, which I would imagine spends a lot of time playing uh, the the school that Starling was at. Um, Kind of under the radar as a prospect. uh, Only has three other offers according to 24-7 Sports. uh, Offers to Fordham, to San Diego State, and Tulane. No Power 5 offers, but I mean, there's Power 5 schools that would lose to San Diego State for sure. Other teams listed as interested. You've got Auburn and Minnesota and Washington. It'll be interesting to see whether things kind of pick up for him now that he has gotten the offer and committed. Um, Mostly because of Nikhil b We can hold off on that for just a second. We'll dig in there. Um, No rating yet. Again, you probably expect that to come pretty quickly now that he's committed. Um, really massive football player, and that's what stands out. He's six foot eight. He's three hundred and thirty pounds. You, you probably want to work on that body a little bit. Um, I'm. I, I don't know that you have to like have him lose a bunch of fat. Obviously, if you can replace fat with muscle, that's always a good thing. Um, but you definitely want to put a little bit more muscle on him. When you watch him play. He he's quicker than you'd think. Um I wouldn't say he's a quick player, um, but I do think that when you hear six eight three thirty, you expect him to not be as quick as he is. Um and so that's a that's a good sign there. Um is he ever going to be top half of of power five tackles and quickness? No, probably not. Um but if he does, then all of a sudden you might have a, a real freak on your hands who could be drafted pretty highly. Um he's He's more of a run blocker than a pass protector, as you'd probably expect. Um, does well to get his hands on guys, kind not not let them by. Um, in the passing game, it does seem like maybe, honestly, you could see him kind of playing up a bit once he does get to the college level, just because when you're six foot eight and three hundred thirty pounds and you're blocking guys who are 5'10, 175, that. <laughs> that those angles just don't work in your favor. All of a sudden when you have guys coming at you who are 6 foot 3, it almost might help him a little bit, I think, just because that that leverage comes a little bit more naturally against bigger players than it does against guys who can like almost just run between your legs, you know? Um, so I do think that it's kind of tough sometimes to to grade what exactly he is. I think that, you know, his his power wasn't quite what you'd expect it to be, given he was so big. You know, I, I think that when you hear 6'8", 330, you're like, oh, he's just going to be on top of the guy. And sometimes he does. Like, there's times when he lays guys out. But, you know, I, I came away thinking maybe there's a little bit, you'd like to see a little bit more. Um, again, when you're that big, though, that strength should come with time. And you have the frame to put on that sort of weight. So there's technical things that need to get worked out. There's some body sort of things that need to get worked out. But we we're talking about a guy who's 6'8", 330 pounds. It's a bit of a project, but the upside there is very obvious. Now, I think that the, the kind of natural thought when you see a guy like Drew Perez sign or, or commit to see you, I should say, is to think about Nikhil B. Tran. So, Nikhil B. Tran, you remember the tackle from Philadelphia? He is another big guy, you know, six, seven, 310 pounds, committed to see you. Right after he committed to see you, he got offers from just about everybody, you know, Texas A&M, Georgia, uh, Kentucky is in deep on him. A lot of options, a lot of options. And he released a new top 10 list, so you don't really know whether he's coming to see you or not at this point. I think that a Drew Perez, that's that's solid insurance. That's solid insurance in case you lose Nikhil B. Tran. Um, If you could pick one, you'd probably take B. Tran just because I do think that that nasty streak is a little bit stronger in him. Um, But again, we're talking about guys who are 17 years old and who's going to be the better football player when they're 22. Who is to say? Um, I think that... If you get both of them, then you wind up with a very big offensive line, um, obviously. I mean, down the line, you'll have these two guys probably starting across from each other, just massive human beings. I am um, I think that we can see a bit of a trend, right, in, in what CU is recruiting in its tackles, at least, and probably linemen across the board fit into this kind of same boat of, of bigger prospects. Um I think that obviously those big guys, they fit better in the power schemes than the zone schemes. Um, that You're you're able to let them just kind of hit the guy in front of them instead of worry about moving side to side um, and then working off of double teams and getting upfield, all that sort of stuff. So could that be a sign? Potentially, I think there is potential for that. You know, I had him pegged as more of that more modern kind of outside zone sort of offense, but that could be way off. Um, They they could be running more of a power scheme and we'll learn a lot this season. I think that these would probably point in that direction. Um, I think both these guys, I think with Drew Perez, he definitely projects more as a right tackle than a left tackle. It looks like he played right tackle last year, but has been playing left tackle and spring ball so far. Um, which is it makes sense. I mean, it doesn't really matter all that much at the high school level. Um, B. Tran, maybe more of a right tackle. Like if you if you had to pick one, if they're if they're both on the roster, then it's pretty clearly B. at left. I would say he does have just a little bit more mobility. I think that handling pass rushers, especially, I mean, six seven three ten. That's what I mean. You probably expect six six three fifteen for for a good left tackle at this point. Um and he's he's kind of within that range, you know? So while it's easy to look at him and say, yeah, he's a he's a house out there, that's that's kind of how those guys are built at at this point. Um Drew Perez though, an absolute house. And if you can coach him up just a little bit, again, his feet aren't that slow. It's just making sure that he's He's as powerful as you'd expect him to be when he's that big. Take advantage of that size. Throw in just even a little bit more mobility, and all of a sudden you could be talking about, with either of these guys, really some, some pretty exciting NFL prospects on top of what they obviously can, can do at CU. Um, Colorado's had a, a good history of developing tackles. I guess Arlington Hambright came in kind of late, and wound up switching over to the inside. But he's still with the Bears, um, who I think drafted him. Oh No, he's with the Patriots now. Interesting. So he's with Will Sherman. I wonder when that happened. I missed that. Yeah, this offseason. Let's see, what does it say? Oh, he he was he spent the season on the practice squad with the Bears and then signed a contract with the Patriots this offseason. And will Sherman is still with the Patriots, but you you even look at those guys and say, "So will Sherman, he's still playing tackle six four three hundred uh, Arlington Hambright six five three hundred. These are two really big players, and if you can teach them how to play football, all of a sudden you uh, you could have some some freaks out there, which would be really exciting. I'll um, we'll see what Kyle Devan can do. Okay, before I let you guys listen to that interview with Travis Gray, I want to tell you guys a little bit more about DraftKings Sportsbook. So, you still have a couple hours to get in on the offer they have going right now. If you bet $5 on either of these uh, these teams uh, in the NHL final, sorry, to, to win the next game, you will get $100 in free bets. It's Pretty pretty easy, right? Pretty simple. Um, you just get all that money right away. It's in $25 free bets, so you get four $25 free bets. It's a great way to start your count off, so definitely get in on that. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DMVR. New customers can bet $5 on either NHL team to win their game. Get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code DMVR at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Stanley Cup Final. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And also, light shade. Uh, we love Lightshade. We love Lightshade. Uh, Lightshade Dispensary has a bunch of locations around Denver now. Uh, they're all over the place. If you have to pick one, though, get to the one that's right off of 6th and Federal. It's uh, the biggest Lightshade Dispensary. It's the Barnum location. It's uh, It has specialty products that aren't offered at other locations. They have all the things you could look for. Cannabis concentrates, top shelf flour, uh, edibles tinctures accessories everything whether a new user whether you're somebody who's been around the block get into a light shade location near you there's 11 around denver and aurora plus podcast listeners can get 25 off all non-sale items with the code dmvr so awesome promotion awesome company get out there and finally athletic greens i'm a big fan of athletic greens i use them every day um it's so easy you just take a scoop shake it around in a water bottle and then you drink it go to the gym it's a great way to start your day there's a lot of reasons to take it um, whether you don't want to spend all the time with all the different supplements and vitamins and all that sort of stuff whether you just want better gut health more energy it helps your immune system um there's there's a lot of reasons to get in on it and that's why you take it because it'll solve all your problems 75 high-quality vitamins in there. There's minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens. They help you start your day right. It's a vegan option. Um, it's paleo. It's keto. It's dairy-free. It's gluten-free. Less than a gram of sugars, no GMOs. It's all natural. It helps you sleep. There's so many reasons to get in on it. Um, it costs less than $3 a day. Uh, cheaper than getting all the supplements separately and putting them all together and it's all in one so it's super convenient too to make it easy Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and a free or no five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash buffs it's athleticgreens.com slash B-U-F-F-S to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance alright uh, I'm going to get out of here Here's uh here's Travis Gray, who was, I believe, was on campus. No, no, he wasn't a part of Spring Ball. I don't think he was part of Spring Ball. I think he says it in the interview. So here you go. All right, Travis. Uh, we gotta start here. Just, just why did you choose CU? You had you had plenty of options too. Arizona State, Arizona, Maryland was in there. That's kind of a random one compared to the rest.
1: Um. I've, I chose CU because um, it's home to me. Um, my dad was on the national, was a on 1990 national championship team. And to be honest with you, I've been living here for 14 years of my life. You know, this is all I've been used to down here. Mm-hmm. Um, another reason, another big reason why I chose CU is because of my friends, um, my friends, coaches, you know, but it really it was my decision. And I wanted to, I knew that choosing CU, was um, the right path for me and um, I knew that coach Durrell was gonna lead us to another national championship team
0: Oh I love to hear it um, so so obviously you grew up a CU fan with your dad
1: going to school there yes, um, just how how often were you watching the games um, I was a kid you know I didn't know any better um, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I would I watch um, the, the uh, oh God. I would watch the the film from you know back in his day and okay. saw you know how how a of how a beast he was on the field when when he got his playing time you know he was I was there at the linebacker behind Alfred Alfred Williams so he didn't really get as much playing time as he should have <laughs> but um, he he was um, he was a big dog back then so I was happy that I got to see him play. How excited was he that you chose CU? Um. <laughs> He was ecstatic, is what. Like he, he, he. Literally, I think he shed a tear when I told him I was coming to see you. He right. knew that um, it was a place for me. When I went on my official when I went on my unofficial visit, he saw a different smile on my face than than any of the other places that I, that I went to. So, what
0: well, what about CU stood out to you? Like, like, what is the difference between Colorado and like, say, Arizona?
1: Um, the reason why Colorado stood out to me was because, um, you know, as I said, it's home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wanted to choose Maryland. Um, uh, Maryland had everything I was looking for, coaches, like NFL experienced coaches, um, mm-hmm. new facilities, brand new facilities. They had everything, they had everything ready for me to go. Um, but the one downfall was that it's a for a four hour plane ride to go up there. So you know, I, I want to stay close to home, and you know, my house is only 50 minutes up the road from CU. So I get to, you know, if I ever need something from my mom, I can always just drive down and and always ask.
0: Yeah, that that part of it is definitely nice. I think I mean th- there aren't many call or commits to CU in this class from Colorado. You know, there was the the late flip on the day uh, on signing day, I guess, but but is it surprise you to see that? Like, what's it like to know that you're part of a very small Colorado contingent that's going to see you? Um,
1: I know that me and Grant are going to, are going to make a good name for, uh, for Colorado when we get up there. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Grant is a big, a big tall wide receiver that um, I've been trying to get at since, (laughs) since he committed to the university of Nebraska. So it's, it's a big deal for me and him, you know, we're kind of, we're, we are, we are representing Colorado, and we can't wait to we can't wait to do it.
0: Is there anybody on the team who who you know already?
1: Oh, I know I know half the team. Um, okay. Jake Wiley, he's a, a starting left tackle. Mm-hmm. Casey Roddick, starting right guard. Um, one of my good friends, Mason Maddox. He went up there yeah. uh, last year, so he's he's kind of gotten the lay of the land, and he, you know he can always show me around if I need anything from him.
0: That's a bunch of the McChesney guys, too. Yeah. Just big zero. Exactly. When did you start training with him?
1: I started training with Matt uh, my sophomore uh, summer. My Yeah, sophomore summer. And, you know, I was a small kid. I was a, actually a big kid, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was um, 323 pounds when I went in there. Wow. You know, and um, I told my dad that um, I wasn't scared of Matt. And um, I wanted him to. I wanted to work out with him, so that's how it all started. And now I'm two ninety five.
0: Jeez. So, so when you talk to the coaches, I, I know that Matt's philosophy is kind of like the coaches in college can put weight on somebody, but right. he, they don't want to have to take it off. Have you talked with? I, I mean, it's kind of a tough situation right now, not knowing who the coaches exactly are. Mm-hmm. But, but do you know what they want your playing weight to be?
1: Um. When Coach Durrell came over, he said that he would want my playing weight to be at around 315, 320, back to where I was. <laughs> but instead of it being, you know, fat, you know, he wants to all muscle. So
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean you get you you're going up there early too, right? When do you start yeah. classes?
1: I start classes January 10th. I move up there January sixth. Are you nervous at all? Um a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. Yeah. I
0: mean, going through that process though, obviously you have Carl Durrell who's locked in, but, but, you know, Darren Cheverini was around before and then he's gone. Um, you never really know what the staff is going to look like. Um, once they hired the new offensive coordinator, but, but is it kind of a challenge for you to to sign a letter of intent, not knowing exactly what the staff is going to look like?
1: Um, excuse me. Um, (laughs) not really. Um, As long as Coach Zarell is the head coach, I know I'm in good hands. Mm -hmm. I didn't really commit to, you know, a coach. I committed to the school. So, you know, that's what a lot of kids have been doing these days. And ever since a lot of coaching changes have been going on Mm -hmm. around, um, you know, the college world, the college world. And, you know, I I didn't want to be one of those kids, you know, just decommit when my when my O-line coach left, I wanted to. Stick around, so and be great where I am right now. So,
0: okay, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Um, who who would have been your second choice? Maryland would have been your second choice. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, what what's your major going into college?
1: Uh, I want to major in business. Okay, why? Um, I want to have my own business. Um, I've kind of started it, you know, when I was in high school, and me and my dad have kind of. I want to provide for people, for tall people who cool. don't have the same um, luck as getting, you know, the big, big, the, the bigger shoes, the bigger clothing as, you know, as average people would. So I want to provide for my tall people and my, and my big people. So I want to, mm-hmm. that that's what I want my business to me. And um, I want to know how to um, establish my money, you know, so mm-hmm. I don't have to, keep living off of um let's say i make it to the nfl when i i, I do i will make it to the nfl mm-hmm. gotta stay positive but um when i make it to the nfl i don't want to be living off my nfl salary i want to be living i want to know how to manage my money and live it and live off of like certain certain amounts of it so
0: okay um you know you're somebody who's obviously from colorado so you know now the the way it's set up, you've got Colorado playing CSU mm-hmm. like twice every four years is how it works. Right. Um, obviously, like as a Colorado native, somebody who's probably paid a little bit of attention to the rivalry, like mm-hmm. do you, do you want to play them more? Like is that a game that you're excited
1: about? Um. Yes. Yes, it is. Um. I have a few of my friends that are going to be going there. So. Okay. You know, I, I have a kid from six um, year. He's a defensive lineman, and you know. A battle in the trenches is, is something that Matt will always love between us. So, you know, we're good friends until we're on the field. And I can't wait to I can't wait to show my uh, my skills off in the college world against the against those big rivalries.
0: Are there any other games that you kind of circle?
1: Um, man, there's one in particular. Um, OK, it's Oregon State.
0: Huh?
1: Um, my cousin, Josh he um he started up there you know sadly they lost a few days ago but um yeah he's up there um you know i've been talking a lot of a lot of crap to him since um since <laughs> i've committed. you know since we're both in the pac-12 you know i, I get to see him every you know once a year mm-hmm. so
0: yeah I, I saw that you had a cousin up there so what position does he play how, how much longer is he there
1: he plays left tackle i think he's gonna be there for another two years maybe
0: okay did, is, did you talk to him at all about playing tackle? Like, it's got to be kind of convenient to have a family member who's doing the same thing.
1: Um, I did at first, um, you know, before I, before I started going to mat, um, I wanted to know what it was like, you know, going up against those bigger guys. When I was on my unofficial to Oregon State, you know, when I was a sophomore, mm-hmm. when, I was get, when I was just like getting into the, into the recruiting cycle. I got to meet him, I got to meet the coach, and I got to talk to Josh about, you know, what is it like being a starting left tackle, you're going up against guys who are like, you know, who's bigger, stronger than you, and he told me everything I needed to know, he said, when you put your mind to it, it's not that difficult, so he said, you know, always, you want to set your mind on a certain part of uh, the defensive lineman's body, which would be the hit in the run game, and, um, keep your feet moving in pass game. So he said, this is not really that difficult. And I'm so grateful to have him in my life.
0: Awesome. Um, Ooh, one more. I just want to go back to the home visit. You know, when you get Carl Durrell in there, just, just what's he like, what's his pitch? Like what, what's how, how did he convince you that Colorado was the right place to go?
1: Um, coach Durrell is a very calm coach in yeah. my opinion, which kind of scares me. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Um, I've never seen someone, someone so calm, you know, I got to hug him and we talked about, you know, housing and I talked to him about me, um, like what, like where he sees me at, uh, position wise. He said, I'm an NFL left tackle, you know, I got length and size, Mm -hmm. but, um, he said that I might be moving around to right tackle, you know, I can play both, you know, I'm so, you know, I'm so agile wherever I go. And I'll, I'll ball out wherever I go. Um, he said that he can't wait for me to uh, he can't wait for me to practice with the guys and you know get used to playing speed because I think that's the one thing that us recruits have had to get used to mm-hmm. going from you know high school to college. You know, it's a whole different speed, yeah. a lot of different um, you know playbooks that we had to learn, different plays. You know, but he said that he's ready for me to. Um, for me to take on that challenge.
0: It's gotta be tough too, because like you're going up against kids who are 22, 23, still sticking around who have like (laughs) years in the weight room on you. Is that, is that like nerve wracking at all?
1: Um, not really. Um, actually kind of is, but you know, (laughs) you know, not really. Um, I know that it's going to take me some time to get used to, um, to going with those big boys down there. Um, I just have to keep in putting in the hard work, you know, saying true to, saying true to what I know is best for me, you know, getting the getting the weight put on my, put on my body, and um, I know that it's not going to be that difficult come next year. Does it help at all working with McChesney? Like going down there when you have like
0: college guys in there and a couple of pro guys in there?
1: Oh, all the time. Matt is Matt never changes. He's oh, always no a he's always a straight a straightforward kind of guy kind of coach he'll never lie to us never he's not he's ever lied to us and um it is a lot of fun with him um he's changed my perspective at uh at football especially at being at the o-line position he's played you know he played d-line with the jets the dolphins mm-hmm. and the broncos you know he he tells me those stories all the time, but you know, I just have to. <laughs> um, but yes, he's um, he's changed. He's been a big, a big change to us us tackles and us uh, us players going down to six So,
0: yeah, and and now, I mean, starting in just a few weeks, like you've got first of all college classes instead of high school classes, which is going to be so different. But then also, I mean, you're spending four or five hours a day, six hours a day on football. Uh, what's, what's that going to be like? Just just spending I think, half of your life thinking about football all day.
1: Well, it's not going to be a challenge for me. You know, I already spend half my life, you know, right now. <laughs> just in high school, you know, I have school and I got football practice or I got a game to focus on. So it's not really going to be hard. Um, just the classes, you know, I'm not a good test taker. By myself, so you know that's gonna that's gonna be a struggle. But I know that um, I have tutors, and I have mm-hmm. and I have uh, supplies, and I have people at my hand to grab. So I can't wait.